You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, episode number two. I'm your host, Trip from tripadvice.com. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, then welcome. This podcast is all about helping you who's listening get more dates and have an incredible sex life and even get a hot girlfriend. And I'm here for you to help you get more girls into your life. Every episode, I'm going to be teaching you new tips and tricks to help you attract and date the women of your choice. And uh, if you enjoy listening, please do me a favor, subscribe to the podcast and even write a review. If you do this, you're helping spread the word. And, uh, you know, it just helps me out a lot because, uh, yeah, it's, it's a big thank you. You know, we're putting out this stuff. I'm giving you as, as much great information as I can. And all I'm asking from you is just a little review and a little subscribe so I can just keep on putting out more great stuff. Thanks so much. And uh, I got another free gift for you. It's going to be even better than you think. I want you to check in on this free 17-minute hidden cam video of one of my students who uh, is approaching. He's talking to two hot girls. It's during the day. And he does it. And uh, I give it a full detailed commentary and breakdown. So you'll see him I'm actually the one who's filming it too. You'll see him flirting and attracting these girls and getting their number. And in the video, I'm explaining in thorough detail why he says what he says and how every word out of his mouth helps him get these girls to like him. So I'll explain all this stuff. And after watching this, you'll be able to use some of the techniques and the concepts in the video to confidently talk to girls that you like. Okay, so you can use some of the stuff in that video. It's really cool. It's a 17-minute video. And this is only for, for you, my podcast listener. That's right. And you can get it at tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. Again, tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift. And uh, TripAdvice is with two Ps, if you don't already know. So yeah, that's my little gift for you. Go ahead and uh, grab that after you listen in, and uh, you can start learning from that. But there's more to learn right here as you're listening, because today I'm so excited about the topic that uh, we're talking about. It's one that a lot of guys, they ask me about. It's probably one of the top questions when it comes to talking to girls. And they ask me, Trip, how can I talk to girls for a long time? How do I keep a conversation going? Uh, you know, how do I keep up with uh, being able to talk to a girl forever, right? So that's why today's topic is how to talk forever. And here's the cool part about it is that you, the stuff that you're going to learn today, as much as it's going to help you talk to girls, and I'm sure that's what you'll be using it for, and you should, uh, but it's also going to help you in your social life in general. I found that when I started getting better at talking to girls, because that's you know, basically where I started learning more social skills. I, I started by learning how to talk to girls. And all of a sudden I noticed that it carried over 
into all these different areas of my life. I was able to talk to uh, friends more. I was able to talk to people who I was previously intimidated by. I was able to talk to uh, people at work easier and feeling less nervous. Uh, who else? Uh, family members, you know, friends. I mean, everyone. It was just so much easier to talk to everyone. I think once you actually master how to talk to women, you end up uh, really creating these social skills that just span into something you never thought. So it's it's pretty cool. And uh, if you know how to talk forever, okay, and you can talk with anyone and everyone, a lot of great things happen. You know, it can lead to you know not just a, a hot girlfriend or sex. It could lead to jobs. It can lead to more money. Oh my gosh, it could it could do so much for you. And uh, you'll get way ahead of the game when you know how to talk for a long time. And I'm going to give you some great, great material and uh, some cool tips today that's going to help you be able to talk forever, forever. You ever see the Sandlot with that? Uh, he has that little dream and the kid's going forever. Anyways, uh, that's what it reminds me of. Okay, so if you uh, if you don't know, and if you don't learn how to talk for a long time, what's going to happen is it's going to make it difficult for you to make interesting conversations with women and uh, and to be able to get more girls to like you because conversation is everything. Communication is everything. Okay, so that's that's the big thing here. That's why I started this podcast. There's a reason why I started a podcast called How to Talk to Girls because that's the foundation of it all. When you know how to talk to girls, the world is your oyster. Okay. So, so yeah, how did I learn how to talk to, uh, talk forever to women? How did I learn? Well, uh, besides a lot of practice, uh, before practice, uh, came actually, you know, learning some of these moves and tricks and things like that. Uh, I I remember I worked with uh, a few dating coaches myself, um, Oh, years ago, years and years ago. And uh, I learned this one method that I I ended up fine tuning and tweaking. And it's a method that I'll teach you today. Um, but basically, I remember this, this one coach teaching me, okay, if you want to learn how to talk to girls for a long time, what you're going to have to do is, is really listen to what they're saying. And you can play a little game where you extract a word out of you know, whatever they're saying in the sentence, and you can use that word to create your own sentence. So it's it's actually a very logical move. Okay, so so that's how I learned, and I took that concept and I polished it and made it way better uh, for you because I, I I figured out that there's a lot more to it than just extracting a word. But uh, another thing that really helped me was really going out and practicing. And, uh, and going out and talking to as many people as I could and putting myself in a lot of almost high-pressure situations, which, which I know a lot of people don't want to do, and that's really difficult. Um, but again, you know, and you'll probably hear me say this a lot of times on the podcast, that if you want to succeed at anything, you need to be outside of your comfort zone as much as possible, okay? So that's the most important thing there is you need to be outside of your comfort zone because that's where all the growth happens, okay? That's where all the growth happens. So that's what I did in this case is I would put myself in in high-pressure situations. And when I say high-pressure, what I really mean is just 
talking to girls, uh, talking to the large groups of girls and talking to girls that I was really intimidated by or really attracted to. And by doing that, it just forced me to just say anything I could. Um, so there was a lot of like pressure there. Now, that is uh, one technique that you could use. And I definitely recommend is putting yourself in a lot of high pressure environments. Uh, but here's the cool thing. Like I said earlier, I kind of polished uh, this word extraction idea uh, into a really, really cool uh, like, like exercise that you could do that I wish that I had when I was learning this stuff. And uh, meaning if you do these, this exercise that I'll tell you about in just a little bit, you don't have to necessarily put yourself in high pressure environments. But uh, I really do recommend that you do that. You throw yourself out there, throw yourself into battle. And because here's the cool thing. Sometimes, at least uh, for me and some other people I know, uh, sometimes people work really well under pressure. And if that's you, then you should do that because you'll find that your brain will all of a sudden come up with anything you can to say, right? So like, for example, imagine you are on stage and you're giving a speech and you just totally blank out. You're like, oh my God, I, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, at that point, I'm sure that you would find anything you could because you're on stage in front of like hundreds of people giving some speech, you would think of something, okay? Of course, there's the select few who might just kind of run off stage, but you'll do it, okay? Your brain is on your side. It really is. It will work for you and, and, and get really clever. But all right, let's, let's go into some of the uh, cool tips and stuff that I have today. So when it comes to word extraction, let me teach you exactly uh, what that really means and, and how you can do it, okay? So when it comes to word extraction, and again, if you're not following me here, just remember, I'm teaching you how to extract a word from what another person says, okay? And this is going to help you be able to continue the conversation and talk to, talk forever. I mean, this is one way. I'm going to give you some other ways too. It all kind of works together. Uh, but But yeah, so what you want to do is listen to what the person is saying. So whatever the girl is talking about, you want to listen in very intently. Okay, I call it active listening. And you listen in and any kind of key word, it's going to be usually some sort of noun, any kind of key word there, you're going to want to kind of in your head just just think of that word for just a split second and that's going to be the word that you're going to use to continue the conversation. Okay, so we're a little bit theoretical right now. Let's let's give you more of a, a practical example of how this works. Okay, so I'm just thinking of something off the top of my head. Let's just say you're talking to a girl and uh, she says, you know, you asked her maybe where, where she got her, um, her, her bracelet because you thought it was cool. And she says, oh, yeah, I love this bracelet. I got it from this store called Free People. Okay, so let's stop there. The sentence that she said right there is, I love this bracelet. And I got it from a really cool store called Free People. Okay, so what are your words there? I'd say you probably just have like one or two words in that sentence. It's going to be something like store or free people. 
okay? And then you're going to want to extract the word, one of those words, and then continue on conversation by either asking a question about it or instead of that, you're going to make a statement. Okay, so those are your only two options right there. Very simple, okay? Very logical, okay? It's only going to be some sort of conversation. Uh, I'm sorry, some sort of statement or question to continue the conversation. So for that example, uh, what did we say? We said uh, free people, right? I think free people might be the, probably the best word to uh, extract from there. So if, if it's free people, you can, there's a lot of things you could say, right? And here's the beauty of it. This is what I really want to hammer in your head today, okay? This is the the big, the big thing here is that it doesn't matter if you know about the, 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 the word, right? So it's like, you might be thinking, well, Trip, how am I supposed to talk about free people? I don't even know what that is. Exactly. That means that you have the opportunity to find out what it is, right? Every single uh, bit of information that someone gives you in conversation, anything that they're saying to you is just another opportunity for you to ask a question or make a statement. So with free people, you might be like, I've never heard of that before. You would say that. Just say that out loud. Oh, wow, I've never, I've never heard of free people before. Or maybe you have heard of free people. Simple enough. You can just say, oh, free people. Yeah, I've heard of that store. That's a really cool store. They got really like hipster type uh, clothes there. Yeah, I really dig it. So you see what I'm doing here? No matter what it is, whether you know about it or not, that's the beauty. You can always ask a question, make a statement about whatever they're saying. So that's one of the biggest tricks right there in being able to talk forever is active listening, listening into what they're saying, and then and then the conversation is going to flow. You're going to be able to make a statement or ask a question. They're going to respond to you. You're going to pick out yet another word and continue to talk, right? So what a lot of guys do and why they fail at this is because they're not really listening. They get very nervous, and, and that's totally understandable You know, if you're just starting out you're trying to learn this stuff better, you're going to be super nervous. And you might not be really, you know, like you're, you're not going to be on your game to be listening to everything she's saying. But, but you never knew that in the past until now, right now, you know, that that's something you can do. And so you just listen in, don't look down at her boobs, don't think about how hot she is, don't think about what's going to happen next, or what you need to say next. I mean, of course, you want to know what you're going to say next, but don't think too hard about it. Just listen. Hey man, sorry to interrupt. It's still me, Trip. I just wanted to let you in on something that most of my listeners don't know about. It's 10 years of my most effective techniques for meeting and seducing beautiful women condensed into this ultimate training. It's available at getherhooked.com. Don't worry if you're not attractive, rich, or don't have high status. This 10-hour online course gives you the whole system I've created for meeting and attracting the beautiful women in your town. It will help you with approach anxiety, knowing what to say to women on the street and online, how to flirt, my exact texting sequence for getting her to respond, which you can just copy and paste, and how to either get a girlfriend or have multiple one-night stands. This is everything you need to know, and it's all in this one program. Get it now at getherhooked.com. Again, that's getherhooked.com. Just listen 
to what she's saying and extract. Okay, now here's the beauty. I ended up coming up with an amazing, amazing little exercise. And, uh, and I'm going to teach you today. I, I've, I teach all my students who work with me for coaching uh, this little exercise. And uh, it's something that I came up with because I wanted guys to really understand what they're doing in terms of conversation and, and be able to like practice it before they end up going out there into the real world and, and actually implementing this stuff. Something that I wish that I, I came up with years ago when I was learning, but I just forced myself to come up with something that would help guys with conversation without necessarily having to have real conversation. Okay, so basically what you want to do is you want to get a, a set of note cards. I call this conversation cards. Get a set of note cards. Get about, you know, anywhere from like 10 to 20 little note cards, you know, little index cards. And on the on the back of every single one of those note cards, just write a random noun, you know, like get a dictionary or something like that. Flip to a page, find a word, write it down. You probably don't need to do that. You can just think of any words. I mean, literally anything. Um, pizza, cell phone, uh, cloud, France, table, uh, happy, um, you know, whatever, McDonald's, you know, eco-friendly cars, whatever it is. Just write it down and write down one for every single card. And... Then I want you to walk away from it, okay? So just walk away from it, put the cards down, come back to the cards in, let's say, about a half hour. Then I want you to go through each card. You're going to remember some of them, and that's fine. But if you write about 20, you're going to you know, not remember every single one of them. So it's good. To, that's why you come back in 30 minutes, and you look at your first card, and let's say it's uh, eco-friendly cars, right? So... You're going to take that card and you're going to write on the back of it one question, one statement regarding eco-friendly cars. Okay? So you're going to write one question, one statement regarding eco-friendly cards. It's very simple. And th what this is going to do, if you don't, if you can't already tell already, is it's going to really help you practice being able to kind of extract a word and then be quick on your feet, almost like improv, to know what to say next, okay? Here's the beauty of it. It's it's so much different than it, like taking an improv class because an improv class, which by the way, I totally recommend, um, but for improv classes, people are trying to be funny. And, and that's just a whole other, a whole other, uh, you know, bag of worms there. Instead here, you're, it's it's easier, you know. You're just trying to continue the conversation and think of anything you can. That's going to be a question or a statement regarding that word, and you go through every single card, just like that. So you write a question, write a statement regarding eco-friendly cars, cards, cars. Excuse me. Uh, put that to the side. Get another card. You'll see it says another, you know, noun or something on it. And uh, it doesn't have to be a noun, by the way. It could totally be a verb. It could be like running or, you know, whatever. And, uh, and yeah, and you go through it and you'll see that you'll end up getting much, much better being quick on your feet 
with random words. And those are going to be the words that you're going to be extracting from the conversations that you're going to have. So I'll give you an example. Let's, let's use eco-friendly cars, right? <laughs> I don't know when that's going to come up in conversation, but it might. And uh, let's see. So I'm, again, this is, I, uh, this is not planned. I do, obviously, I have an outline for, uh, for these shows, but I, I promise you this is not planned. I'm just coming up there at the top of my head. Eco-friendly cars. Okay, here's a statement. Um, you know, I've always wanted to get an eco-friendly car. I've always wanted to get something like an electric car, like a Tesla. That'd be so cool to get one of those. Those are beautiful cars. Okay, there you go. Just something like that. That's your statement. Write it down. By the way, very important here. I do not want you to type this on your cell phone. I want you to really get like cards and write this stuff out. And I know that might be weird for you because these days, who's who's writing stuff anymore, right? We're all typing on our phones or computers. But uh, yeah, write it out because it's going to really help uh, soak that knowledge in your brain and, and help you uh, come up with these questions and statements. All right, question regarding eco-friendly cars. Uh, I would say something like, you know, um, oh, you know, what's what's your favorite kind of eco-friendly car? Okay, so I would ask a girl that, right? Okay. Is that the best question to ask? Not really, but again, that just what came up off the top of my head, and that's what's going to happen. Sometimes you're going to come up with great stuff. Sometimes you're going to know exactly a great statement to say, a great question to say, and you'll be you'll be on your feet. And sometimes you'll you'll say things that you're like, oh, that was kind of stupid, but it doesn't matter. Okay, this is not. Um, this is not like a contest where everything you say has to be perfect. I'm teaching you how to talk forever. And you'll get better at it the more and more and more you practice. Okay. So, so yeah, so let, let's go deeper into this now. So now that I taught you a little bit more, a little bit about word extraction. Yeah, let's talk about other things you could do to help you talk uh, forever and have longer conversations. Uh, other things you could do is, is find every opportunity you can to talk to people. Okay. Conversing, communication, socializing, these are skills. And no one really understands that. You know, it, it's a shame. We think that we have to be born with these skills, um, you know, because it's not like a topic they teach us in class. You know what I mean? So because we've never really heard of it as a skill or a topic in general, a lot of guys think that like they should be good at this. And I'll be the first to tell you, no, it's okay that you're not good at this. It's okay. There's a lot of people out there who are not good with socializing and conversing, okay? So you have to practice and you have to treat it like a skill and to get better at a skill, you need to put stuff into practice, okay? And the best way to do it for this is to find every opportunity you can to talk to as many people as you can all the time, okay? Try not to go too many days without having conversations with people. Don't be stuck in your home or apartment, whatever. Get out talk to people. And this is, this is not mean texting. This is, uh, does not mean, um, you know, emailing and things like that. That's not the communication skills we're talking about here. I'm, I'm actually talking about talking, right? Physical talking words out of your mouth, uh, in person. I mean, I guess you could do it on the phone. If you talk to people, that's fine. Uh, but, but what's going to help you the most is going out there and talking to people. And you can find people to talk to everywhere. Again, it doesn't matter who it is. It could be, um, you know, 
some someone at the gas station. It could be someone in line somewhere. It can be, you know, the person who's bagging your groceries. Just anything. Come up with anything to start conversation with anyone and then use word extraction to keep it going. Okay. So that's what I want you to do. Now, another thing that's going to help you out with this, because there's another aspect, right? It's like, you might be like, trip, great. Uh, I can guess I can, you know, do this word extraction thing, but I don't have a lot. Of, I don't have a lot of material. Like it's hard for me to, to come up with interesting things to really say or to talk about. So what I want you to do is start taking the opportunity to read more. And here's the beauty of it. We have cell phones that have YouTube videos and blogs and all kinds of things, right? And there's just knowledge and information at our fingertips. And that is some of the best stuff to use in order to continue conversation, right? So I'm talking about watching a YouTube video on anything, any subject. Uh, read more books, fiction, nonfiction, uh, read the news every day, get like 10 minutes of news, you know, um, just go and get some headlines, anything that kind of piques your interest in the headlines, read about it, learn about it, find out what's going on. Okay, because when you do that, you're going to remember some stuff. And that's going to help with coming up with things to say in conversation. And you never know. I mean, she can end up talking about something and then that's going to spark uh, something in your head that, that you read earlier or watched a video on and boom, you have something to say. So it's not a bad idea to start looking stuff up on the internet, uh, grabbing a newspaper if people still read those, um, you know, whatever it is, just uh, soaking up more information so you have more material when you go out there and start to talk to girls. Okay. So that's going to help you out a bunch. Another really cool tip, but this is something that I just ended up kind of finding, finding out randomly is using the conversations that you have with people. That is material right there that you could use in another conversation. Okay. Did I just blow your mind? Boom, I might have. Okay, so the more conversations you're going to have, you're going to get to know people. People are going to tell you stories. You're going to meet interesting uh, you know, folk out there. And when you do, you're going to remember that stuff, right? That's going to be kind of similar to you going on the internet and reading stuff and, and looking stuff up. What this is going to do for you is give you more to talk about in other conversations. You know, you might meet a girl and, uh, you know, maybe she works, um, uh, you know, I don't know, it's Starbucks or something like that. Right. And, uh, maybe you end up meeting another girl who has a Starbucks in her hand. And then you're talking to that girl and you're like, oh, wow, I just, I just met someone actually recently who, who works at Starbucks. Right. And I know that doesn't sound that interesting, but that's just going to come up in your head. You're probably going to be thinking that. Right. So again, it's using anything you can, anything at all in conversation. And then being able to bring it up in other conversations. Does that make sense? Is that sticking with you a little bit, right? So it's all about being able to extract words and then use all this material 
from conversations, from YouTube videos. And uh, I'll be a little bit more specific here. If you're like, what do you mean? Like what YouTube videos am I supposed to look up? I mean, it could literally be a viral video, right? Something that you saw that's funny. What else? Uh, YouTube. Um, there's a lot of great TED Talks and stuff where you can learn a lot of cool stuff, you know, just browsing through. Even your Facebook feed, if you're on Facebook, people are always posting like these, you know, crazy top 10 lists and 21 ways to do this and life hacks and stuff. Read those. Just jump on those, you know, and uh, and learn a few things and see if there's any areas in conversation to bring that stuff up, okay? See, the problem that most guys have is they don't think that what they're saying is interesting. So you can use some of the stuff we just talked about here to make conversation more interesting, okay? Sometimes the weird stuff, which guys don't like to bring up in conversation, they think they have to talk about like very normal things like what do you do and where do you work and, uh, you know, where do you live and all these just, you know, boring kinds of topics of conversation I want to give you a new perspective, okay? If you take away anything from today's episode, know this. You can literally talk about anything to girls, and it can be interesting, okay? As long as it amuses you, as long as you're having fun talking about it, I mean, that's half the battle right there. You want to talk about weird stuff. You want to talk about the things that no one is talking about because you want to stand out. You want to stand out. Okay, just remember that. That is one of the key elements of attraction and getting girls to like you is being different, being the exception, you know, being and having a, a conversation with a girl where she's like, wow, this was a unique conversation. She's going to be like, I've never met a guy like this before. And that's a good thing. Okay, that's what's going to spark that interest in you is talking about, you know, fun, interesting, random stuff and, and to be able to talk about whatever you want for a long time and to keep on talking and talking and talking. Okay. Just don't forget one of my main rules of conversation is make sure you get about 60, 40. So that's 60% of the time you're talking 40% of the time she's talking. Okay. You don't want it to be where you're talking too much but you also don't want it where she's talking too much. The reason is because if you talk too much, um, she's not going to feel like she had any say in the conversation, and that's going to be a little bit of a turnoff. She's not going to feel like there even was a conversation because both you guys weren't talking. And you don't want her to talk too much because if you don't talk much in the conversation, she's not going to remember you. You know, she's going to just be like, oh, yeah, I talked to some guy. But what is she going to remember? Nothing because she talked the whole time. So I want you to talk just a little bit more than her because that's what's going to spark the attraction is, is her listening to you and and uh, you being able to to show that, you know, you're confident and you're comfortable uh, with her. And that's going to be when you're talking. Okay. So, again, I want to go back to that concept of what amuses you. Okay, because sometimes the things that you like to talk about can be interesting if you talk about them with power and energy. Okay, power and energy. That's right. So even if it's something that you might think, oh, people aren't going to want to hear about this, it's going to be boring. Well, if you talk about it in a way where you sound bored, 
yeah, they're going to be bored. But if you can be really excited about it, right, then, then there you go. That's going to be her getting all kind of, because she's going to feel that emotion from you. Like, wow, he's so excited about talking about this. Right. So here, I'll, I'll just do an example right now. I'm, I'm looking at my desk and uh, I'm going to pick something out and make it sound really cool. OK, so I just picked up a pen and on the pen it says uh, Noshi Sushi L.A. dot com. OK, so this is a sushi restaurant that I ate at. OK, so watch me talk about this sushi restaurant. OK, well, I'm going I'm gonna, to let's have some fun here. I'm going to do it in two ways. OK, the first way I'm going to do it where it's kind of boring. And then the second way, I'm going to do it where it's more interesting. And I'll try to like say the, almost the exact same kind of stuff both times. Okay. So here's me saying something about Noshi Sushi, which is a sushi restaurant. And I'm going to say it in a more boring, monotone sort of way. So the other night I went to uh, this really cool place. It was called Noshi Sushi. They had good sushi. Yeah, I had um, this this interesting type of sushi piece it was called um uni which is sea urchin and that was good and uh yeah i don't know we just kind of went there and it was a cool place it was it's kind of unique the waitress was kind of mean i don't know it was all right it was uh yeah it was a fun time and scene okay so i, I was you know kind of exaggerating there uh, but I was trying to make it sound boring, okay? But that's probably sounded boring. You're like, oh, okay, whatever. Sounds cool. Sushi place, blah, blah, blah. Watch me say it again in a more exciting tone with more details. Okay, so this other night, I went to this place called Noshi Sushi. This place was incredible. They had all these like funky random pieces of sushi that I'd never had before, right? So like they had this one piece of sushi. It was called uni, which is uh, which is actually sea urchin. So I don't know if you've ever had this before. It's like this kind of yellowish, creamy, ocean salty sort of tasting little funky piece of fish. And I had this thing. Holy cow. It was insane. I mean, this is like probably one of the best sushi pieces I've ever had and here's the funny part while we're like ordering sushi I don't know what it was but the waitress was like so mean to us she was like being rude like every time we wanted to order another piece of sushi she would just try to leave like after we ordered and I was like wait, wait no there's more like we're not done ordering it's like she didn't even want us to order any food it was really strange anyways this is a crazy experience you have to go to this place sometime and scene okay so you see the difference between those? There's more detail, there's more excitement, there's more power, there's more energy in the second way that I said that. And that's how I want you to talk about anything you're talking about. It doesn't matter. Even if you think it sounds ridiculous, using that sort of tone and excitement, and you can't see me right now, but I'm using more excited type of body language. I'm moving my hands a little bit. I'm moving my head a little bit, right? So I'm able to use my tonality and body language to make it sound exciting, which will then get her all emotional and be more invested in the conversation. Okay. Now, I mean, here's another thing too. You might end up running out of things to say. I mean, that can happen. Maybe your brain is just like, you know, having a complete brain fart, whatever it is. 
you know what? Call out the elephant in the room. That's all you got to do, okay? Call out the elephant in the room. If you have nothing else to say, just say that. Just say it. If you come clean about it, you're going to seem so much more attractive. Just say something like, you know, oh, well, this is awkward. I, uh, I just ran out of things to say. I don't really know where to go from here. Wow. I should be embarrassed right now, but you know what? I don't really care. I thought I'd just tell you. Just say something like that. Anything that comes to your mind, just say it, okay? Don't worry about the consequences. Don't worry about her freaking out. Just say it. Have fun. And that's the most important thing. Conversation has to be fun for you because if conversation is fun for you, then you're going to be able to talk forever and it's going to be easy peasy, okay? All right. So that's how to talk forever. I hope uh, you learned some good tips from that. And we're going to go into my next segment, which is called story time. Okay, so story time is part of the podcast where I tell you some stories, uh, you know, as related as possible to the topic. Um, once in a while, it's going to be a good story or a positive story. Another time, it might be like some mistakes I made. Maybe I'll mix it up. I think today I have I have a couple of uh, great little uh, stories for you. So let me tell you about two of them right now. So the first story I like to call Bitches Love Signs. Okay, so in this story, uh, the the main purpose behind this part of this this story is is how conversation sometimes takes a while to actually get going okay so there was this time uh well i'll just i'll just say from the beginning basically there there was this time where i was out at a bar and i was with a wingman and we saw these two gorgeous girls right like i'm talking 910s okay beautiful beautiful girls and uh we go over, actually, my wingman approached first. He went over, started talking to them, and then I kind of walked in and uh, started talking to all of them, and I ended up um, being a good wing, you know, starting to just kind of gear conversation over a little bit more toward uh, the one of the other girls, right? So he can kind of veer off and talk to one girl. I could talk to the other girl, and... What was really cool is, well, in the beginning it wasn't so cool, but I was just saying anything I can. We were talking about um, that she went to Australia one time, and then I was able to kind of extract Australia because luckily I went too. So that kind of made for interesting conversation, but not really. And uh, I was talking about how I visited there, she went there, I don't know, she went there for work, we're just blah, 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 talking, and conversation was, oh, it was just pulling teeth, like I was doing anything I could to get her interested in conversation, and I just pulled out anything and everything, I was just like trying to extract and go into tangents, go off into different topics, and nothing really hit, and it wasn't until uh, I looked over at uh, my wingman after one of the girls said to me, um, you know, that she's like a Gemini or something. I, I might have asked her 
what her sign was. And it was funny because I asked her what her sign was and she got so excited. She goes, oh, I'm a Gemini. Like this was the most excited she's been in the whole conversation. She was so excited that both my wingman and the other girl noticed it. So I look over my wingman and I said out loud, bitches love signs. Okay. So what that was right there was me just making a joke because there's this meme that you can find on the internet. It's like, um, it's, it's like a little kid writing like a, on a piece of paper and it says, I'm going to write, I'm going to write a poem. Bitches love poems. So I just kind of thought about like, oh, this girl's getting so excited about signs. So I just said, bitches love signs. Now that was a little bit of a risky move only because uh, that could have made her just like really turned off, like saying that calling her a bitch. But I mean, that's kind of a popular type of meme that, you know, bitches love whatever. So I figured that she would catch on to that or whatever. It wouldn't be a big deal. I just was doing it for self-amusement just to say it to my wingman. She started cracking up like she loved it. Like she literally couldn't stop laughing for the next five, 10 minutes. It was like she was high or something. And it was like we were talking for 15, 20 minutes. And finally, I broke through. Okay. And, and finally, something that I, excuse me, something that I said kind of broke through to her. So the moral of this story is this. Sometimes you're going to be pulling teeth. You're going to have to be in there. You're going to talk forever. And you're not necessarily uh, going to be, you're not going to be hitting it every time. Okay. They're not going, going to respond to everything you say. But as long as you keep going and you're persistent with talking and extracting word and doing anything you can, you, you never know what's going to happen. You could end up hitting. Okay. You can end up hitting something that she really likes and hitting something where the conversation goes smooth. Don't give up. Okay. So that was the moral of that story. All right. Now, here's where uh, here's a different type of story, but still related to conversation. This is something that I really screwed up on. Okay, so and I want you to learn from my mistakes. So I remember there was this one time I met a girl at a bar, and I got her number, and then I ended up uh, going on a date with her like the next following week or something like that. And pardon me for not remembering every detail, but I do remember one thing. The conversation was incredibly boring. For whatever reason, don't ask me why. I was still learning how to, you know, get better with girls and get getting better at uh, conversation. Maybe about, oh, I don't know, 60% of our conversation on our date, uh, which was having like a couple of beers or something like that, was about grocery shopping. I know you're probably cringing right now. Like, how lame is that? Like, I don't know why we're talking about grocery shopping. And I was not able to pick up on the signs that she wasn't that interested, even though she was responding, but I think she was just being nice. Fast forward to, I never heard from that girl again. Of course, I didn't hear from that girl. She was bored out of her mind. What a really incredibly boring topic to talk about. You don't want to talk about grocery shopping for 30 minutes, okay? So here's um, the another kind of lesson from this is that you want to try to continue and go into various topics of information. You know, jump from topic to topic to topic. That's okay. I want you to do that. The more topics you can cover, you know, related to the last story, you might hit something that she likes, but don't stick on one topic and don't talk about grocery shopping. Now, um, 
you might be saying to me, well, Trip, I thought you could talk about whatever you want and it can be weird and different. And then if you just say it with the excited tone, she's going to be interested. Okay, that is technically true. But in this situation, I didn't read it right. I know now when I look back, she wasn't very invested in that conversation, right? I'm sure that I was not talking about grocery shopping in an excited, fun tone. I, I, I'm sure I failed at that too. So all signs were uh, pointing to no on that one. So hopefully you learned a, a few things from those stories. Now let's go into the next segment that I call Q&A. And uh, with Q&A, this is where I answer your personal questions, Okay that you send in. So if you have any questions for the podcast, very simple. Write me an email at trip at tripadvice.com. That's trip with two Ps. And uh, put in the subject podcast question. If you put a podcast question in the subject, we're going to know you know, to answer it on the podcast. Otherwise, we won't answer it because we get questions all the time from people anyway. So um, yeah, so go ahead. Uh, write your question in the email, give us as much information as you can. And the questions, they can be related to anything with dating, conversation, flirting, attraction, sex, relationships, women, anything like that, go ahead, send them in, you got to be 18 or older to get them answered. So I'm sorry, we're not answering any questions for guys in high school. This is only for 18 and older. Okay. Today's question comes from Amar. And uh, he asks, Hi, Trip. I can't believe it. You're as slim as me. However, you have great confidence and experience with women. I often think that me being very slim is demasculating when I'm talking with women and I don't feel confident in my own body. Often I feel that I need to be physically able to protect her from other guys. This has limited my confidence for years. It's great seeing someone who has the same body size as me getting great results, Amar. Okay, so I'll give you a little bit of context. Uh, If you haven't seen my YouTube channel, uh, he's asked this because, excuse me, Ah, he's seen my YouTube channel. Okay, so he's seen my YouTube channel and he knows that I'm a a naturally kind of thin guy. And and so, and by the way, if you want to check out my YouTube channel, it's just youtube.com. Uh, slash trip advice. Okay, so go ahead and, and check that out. So, yeah, Amar, here's the thing. When it comes to how you're feeling in your own body, okay, and, and, and being thin, the, the reason why, you know, I was able to get past that was because I, I literally, because I stopped caring about that. Okay, because yeah, for me, it, it did feel demasculating at times that I wasn't some strong buff guy. But here's the secret, Amar, and for you who's listening right now, is that women are not necessarily looking for guys who are like big, strong, you know, jacked guys. Every girl is into something different. Just like you who's listening is into something different. You're into... Um, you know, different types of hair types. What's attractive to you isn't attractive to me and is not attractive to the next guy. Everyone has their different types of attraction. So yeah, there's some girls out there who will only date and have sex with really strong buff guys. And that's fine. You'll just never get those girls, but that doesn't matter because there's so many other girls out there that are going to like you. I know girls who are specifically really into skinny guys. They like guys who are thin. 
Like, I know girls who like guys who are incredibly thin. Okay, that's just like a thing. They're just into that. So it doesn't really have to do with um, being able to protect them. And I know where you're coming from with that. You're you're kind of going off this idea that you got to be this, this strong man. But here's the cool part. You can kind of hack your way through that. When you're being a strong man, it doesn't necessarily mean literally strong. And by the way, if you're skinny and you want to work out and you want to get bigger, by all means, do that. You know, uh, it, you don't you don't have to uh, stay thin all your life. You know, work out. That's that's really healthy. Um, but anyways, it, it, uh, the real thing that girls are attracted to it's not looks. Okay, they're attracted to do a strong guy with a strong self of self of confidence who has very high self-esteem, who likes himself. So the fact that you already are not confident in yourself because you feel that it's bad that you're skinny, that is the very thing that's not attracting the girls. It's not the fact that you are skinny. It's that you think that being skinny is a problem. Okay, and this goes for guys who are overweight too. Now, of course, if you're like severely overweight, I'll be honest, it's not going to help you that much. Uh, you're going to want to go to the gym. But if you think you're a little bit chubby or a little bit fat, there are girls, a ton of girls that are into that. Okay. So you want to be a guy who's comfortable in his own skin. You're comfortable around women. Okay. You love yourself and you can have a good conversation and have fun with the girl. That's what it's all about. They need to see that you're comfortable around them, that you can make them laugh and have fun and you, you're passionate about life. And you can flirt with them and, and, and you can make them feel emotional and make them feel, um, when I say make them feel emotional, what does that mean? Like you, you draw out emotion in them because if you don't draw emotion out, it's, it's going to be a boring conversation, right? So you want to make it so it's actually uh, fun and, and they're feeling happy and they're feeling excited, right? Those are the emotions you want them to feel when you're talking to them, Okay. So Amar, hopefully that helps. And uh, yeah, we'll go into our next segment, which is Dude of the Week. Okay, Dude of the Week is one of the segments on the show where I talk about an inspirational guy from history or even from today or even sometimes uh, a fictional character. And I'll talk about some of the ways you can learn from him and emulate him to be a more attractive, successful man, okay? Sometimes it will be someone you know, sometimes it won't be, uh, but I want to pick people based on certain character traits that I feel are very strong, okay, and give you some, some solid inspiration. Now, on the last episode, we talked about Thomas Edison, okay? So today's dude of the week is, drumroll please... Paul Newman. Now, if you don't know who Paul Newman is, he is most famous for, uh, well, he's an actor and he's, he's most famous for his roles in, in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, The Hustler, Cool Hand Luke, The Sting. He was the voice of uh, Doc in the uh, Pixar movie Cars. So he's been around for a long time. He's been an actor uh, for, for many, many years. Uh, maybe you've heard of him. Uh, maybe you haven't. Either way, I wanted to give him the highlight of this episode. And uh, yeah, he's an incredible guy. He's won many, many Academy Awards, been nominated. Um, and the reason why I wanted to bring him 
bring him up today is actually, it's not because of his acting work, okay? It's because of his philanthropic career. He did a lot of philanthropy and charity stuff. He founded uh, Newman's Own, which uh, you may have heard of. I think they do like all kinds of salad dressings and things like that. They might have even branched off into a bunch of other things outside of salad dressings, but it's a it's a whole line of, of like healthy, really tasty foods. And, uh, and so that whole company, Newman's Own, is 100% nonprofit. He doesn't take any profit from it, okay? He's also, uh, he started a camp to help ill children and, uh, and yeah, just so much more. And this guy was famous and rich as hell, okay? Known as one of the best actors of our time. I think he passed away. Oh man, I think it was just in the last couple of years he passed away. Really sad. Um, but yeah, even though he was so famous and rich, he took so much time out of his life to help other people. He donated with his companies like over $380 million with his nonprofit companies. And that's still growing because Newman's own, even though he's passed away, is, uh, is still around. Okay, So a man who had so much wealth and fame and he didn't have to do that. I just think that's incredible that you know that, that there's a guy out there who did something like that, okay? Where he didn't really have to, you know? He already had so much money. And at this point, he dedicated most of his life uh, beyond acting to, to helping other people, okay? Incredible to work so hard and do so much for the sake of other people. Now, how does this relate to you? Well, I'm not going to preach to you that you need to volunteer or donate to charity. I'm not, I'm not going to say those things uh, per se. That, that's not really what this is about. But I just want to point out that no matter what you do in this world, I want you to make sure that the only person that you care about in this world isn't just you. Give value in any which way and in whatever form you can, okay? Brighten someone's day who you don't know, okay? Use that with some of the conversation skills we're talking about today. We only have so much time on this planet, and it's a waste if we're just trying to help ourselves, okay? Now, I know you're listening now to this podcast to get better with girls, and that's great, okay? But imagine if you could learn something today and then pass it on to someone else and help them. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? If everyone did something for someone else, this world would be a different place. And it comes back to you tenfold. I promise you that. I really truly believe in karma. Uh, I've experienced karma. Anything you do for others, it comes right back to you. And it feels good. It does. It makes, it makes you feel good to, uh, to, yeah, just brighten someone's day, make someone feel better, and, uh, and do something nice for someone, even if you don't have to. Okay, so again, I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm just giving you ideas so, so you can take that and, and hopefully bring it into your life. Paul Newman didn't have to do any of that. He, he didn't, but he did because the world has a lot of issues, you know, and, uh, and they can be fixed if, if people were to step up and, and help a little bit more. So, so yeah, we're coming almost to a close with the podcast. I just want to end with a motivational quote, and I always tie that into the dude of the week, which is Paul Newman. And uh, he said this, I'd like to be remembered as a guy who tried. Tried to be part of his times, 
tried to help people communicate with one another, tried to find some decency in his own life, tried to extend himself as a human being, someone who isn't complacent, who doesn't cop out. So I'll let you sit on that for just a minute. Okay, so now we're uh, coming to a close and uh, we end with, you know, how are you going to get the most out of today's podcast? I know there's a lot of people out there who will be passively listening and uh, that's that's fine, but there's a lot of people who will be actively listening, meaning they're, you know, maybe taking some notes. They want to put this stuff into practice. Well, every week I, I'll give you out some action items that you can do, okay, because I know you want to learn about how to talk to girls and get hot girls and, uh, and date them and have awesome experiences. Um, but if you really want to ex- succeed in this, then it's important that you take the information that I give you and you use it to get tangible results. And I, and I care about, um, you know, you who's listening right now and that you get these results. So, so your homework that's related to today's episode is pick one day this week and make that entire day dedicated to having as long of a conversation as possible, okay? So if you're listening to this on a Sunday, pick like a random day. Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's Monday if you're listening to this on a Sunday, okay? And the entire day, every conversation you have, make it as long as you can. Go as long as you can. Of course, if it's starting to get uncomfortable and like the person has to go, then let them go. But if they don't, try to have a long conversation with them. And this can be anybody. It can be girls. It can be guys. It can be friends. It can be family. It can be the, the person you're, you know, the barista you're getting the coffee from. It doesn't matter. I want you to practice conversation. And the best way to do it is going out there and having long conversations. It's going to teach you uh, and, and really uh, show you how to continue conversation by putting it into practice, okay? And another optional thing is doing conversation cards. So we talked about that earlier on. Dig in and and start conversation cards. Um, But more importantly, I could have easily just given you that homework and said, okay, do conversation cards. See you later. But I really want you to put this into action. I want you to go out there and just attempt to have as long of conversations as possible in one day with as many people as possible and see what happens. Do a little experiment. That's what I love to do. I'm all about experimentation, you know, trying new things, getting outside my comfort zone, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't, and uh, see if it works for you. So, so yeah. All right, that's it for today. Go ahead, get your free gift at tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift to see a real live interaction of one of my students picking up two hot girls and a full breakdown and commentary by me teaching you exactly what he's doing right. And uh, I think maybe a few things he's doing wrong, but you're going to see it live exactly what you'll need to do to be a good conversationalist, know how to talk to girls and how to uh, talk to hot girls. So, so yeah, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast so uh, you can get more weekly episodes. I'll see you next time on How to Talk to Girls. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.